971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Tonight to speak on behalf of Donald Trump, to re-elect Donald Trump as the President of the United States. Hey, this is a great night, great turnout here in the Iowa caucuses on this chilly night. It's a great night to make America great again. That is former Senator Bob Onder uh, outside a caucus site in Iowa last night, freezing his rear end off. But he was one of several St. Louisans, uh, Missourians, I should say, in general, who went up there to get on the phones and try to get people out despite the weather. And it clearly worked because Donald Trump walked away with a record-breaking 30-point victory in Iowa last night. We got former Senator John Lamping on the phone this morning. John, how are you? Good morning, Mark. Kim, nice to be with you this morning. Yeah, good to have you. Boy, the mainstream media got this one wrong, that much as they tried to lead you to believe that Nikki Haley was surging in this race, she came in third. Yeah, no, I really I have to say I, I appreciate your music selections in the morning and having the Almond Brothers playing in the background <laughs> as we came in this morning. It's a good way to start the day. But I couldn't help but think of a of a different generation's you know kind of song list or song book, and I think Kim and Carl could relate to this. It's a Jay Z song, and I would just paraphrase a Jay Z song and say, you know, Trump got ninety nine counties, Haley got none. <laughs> That's good. Although, did you see that some articles are trying to claim, oh, you know, actually Nikki Haley won Johnson County by one vote? I don't even know if I believe that, but that's what some outlets are now trying to push. Yeah, but then. That's the thing about this is that then it, then it just becomes Trump got ninety eight counties, County. Haley That's got right. one. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. good. I like that. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the impact here? Uh, because I I switched over. I said last night I switched over. I watched MSNBC and CNN just a little bit because of course spin control is on. And I had to listen to this. If, if you didn't hear this earlier, John, I I apologize for for making people's ears hurt by playing it again. But listen to the spin on MSNBC last night by J.B. Pritzker. Listen to this. Almost half of the base of the Republican Party showing up for this caucus tonight voted against Donald Trump. Think about that. I mean, this is the most famous Republican. He's the guy who, you know, basically built the modern Republican Party, the MAGA Republican Party that Democrats are running against. And half the people in that party didn't vote for Donald Trump. So you got to well, be you got to be kidding me, right? I mean, he got 50 percent of the vote, which is record breaking, yeah, well, but that wasn't good enough because he didn't get 100. Right. I mean, nobody's surprised that Pritzker has no clue about political history. I mean, it is, the, it is the largest margin of victory ever. I mean, every single person that's ever been president has run in the Iowa caucus and has received less of the vote. So that's that's kind of ridiculous. I did think it was it is, it is interesting. You know, we, I, hopefully we turn the page, though. You know, a big part of the Republican Party won't want to turn the page. And meaning, but what I mean by that is to focus on winning in November and not on continuing this, uh, this farce that is this primary. Uh, I, I do have to say, though, I would hope that that's the end of the presidential debates. Uh, would you think the same? Well, I would hope so. I mean, you know, I was on Annie's show yesterday, and she's like, so what What happens now to the people that, that got 20%? And I'm like, well, who's still giving them money? I mean, that, that would be my question. How do you continue on in the race? Because unless you can self-fund it, I, I don't know who's going to continue to to give you money. And you can bet that CNN and and whoever else is out there offering debates would be more than happy to put DeSantis and Haley on there and continue this facade that there's somehow a serious threat to Donald Trump. 
Well, it seems pretty clear in the last month or so that Haley's the one that's been getting getting the money from all sides, Democratic sides. Uh, I found it interesting that in the journal yesterday was a big article uh, in defense of Davos. You know, that's uh, that's where the World Economic Forum is meeting as we speak. Um, they won't like last night's results. And, you know, I think Haley will continue to get funding if she's willing to go forward. And you watch, I'm sure she will, at least for you know, certainly New Hampshire, if not in the South Carolina. Uh, and that, that'll be funding simply just to, to do everything they can to weaken Trump for the general election. It's sad to say this, but, you know, to get, for Trump to get 50 percent of the vote, I think Vivek's vote goes to Trump, no doubt. And probably half of DeSantis votes goes to Trump, no doubt. But I think Haley's there for the benefit of, you know, the elite and the Davos crowd, Democratic donors in our party. And, you know, I think you'll see her go forward. And uh, when she ultimately loses and then goes back into private life, she'll be well rewarded for having done that. But, yeah, I'm with you. It's interesting to see Bob Onder everywhere for a guy who's running for lieutenant governor officially. So they say Uh, Bob was uh, had quite the profile last night online. I saw pictures of uh, MTG and. And just at every at Jordan, every every congressional star you could find, he was in there. He was in pictures with them. And so I have to believe that uh, that we'll hear something from that camp in the next week or two. I just have to think, though, that some of these bigger organizations, big time donors are still willing to donate to DeSantis and Haley because they're somehow holding out hope that these legal battles Trump is dealing with are going to basically be what ends his campaign. Well, that's for sure. That's why one of them needs to be there in place. Uh, I, yeah, I would one, be not shocked. two. <laughs> yeah, it was one, not two. Uh, and I just think, you know, DeSantis is the governor of Florida. Haley, you know, she's she's not not on the board of Boeing as we speak, but that's where she'll end up <laughs> yeah. when this is done. But I think that DeSantis has got to look himself in the mirror. And I mean, the fact that he, you know, the, that Roe left the pack. And, and they really were the ones that everyone initially coalesced around. And, and he, he's got to be embarrassed by the fact that he's kind of been overtaken by Haley. And, and I think Haley's got no issue with going forward uh, and, and coming in second and being the second person. And you're right. Um, I, I you know that I, Trump's, Trump's going to be on the ballot or the Democrats going to win because Trump support. If, he, if Trump comes off that ballot, there's no way the Trump supporters are, are going to vote. In, in numbers to get somebody else elected president on the Republican side. Uh, but I do agree with you, Kim, that, is, that, that is, we couldn't, we have to expect there'll be somebody else out there at least for the next you know few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really surprised yesterday. Um, I'm trying to think of Roger Stone. Did you hear this uh, speculation by, by Roger Stone? Listen. See, I'd like to see some creativity. In other words, I, I like personally just speaking for myself. I like the idea of a, Donald Trump Tulsi Gabbard ticket. Uh, I had I had not thought of that till Annie Fry played it for me yesterday, and then I heard today that uh, Dr. Ben Carson might be on his short list. Have you? What do you think, John? What do you think he should go here? Which direction? Well, I mean, Tulsi Gabbard has been out there for a long time, and even when she ran as a Democrat uh, last time around, a lot of Republicans, you know, kind of on our, you know, for, for the right Republicans, really were impressed by her and liked her. Um, it's kind of it's a risky strategy, I think, uh, and uh, I, I don't think he's going to take that chance. And you know, Ben Ben Carson is somebody that he knows well. They're very comfortable around each other, and Carson does pop up, uh, you know, over and over again. And he'd be very logical. And you know, think about all the people that went through the Trump administration. So many kind of uh, you know moderate Republicans forced them their way in. They were in the administration for a year or two, then they left, and then they said all kinds of horrible things about Trump after the fact, wrote books, got 
got jobs on CNN, and, and there was Carson the whole time just doing what he was supposed to do quietly and uh, in complete support. So he'd be a very logical uh, VP. But, you know, so we've got to what until August is when he'll – I guess I guess right. he could name him at any time, but, but it, well, it's official then, I guess. All right. Uh, John, appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Oh, nice being out with you, too. Take yeah, care. Yeah, talk to you soon. We appreciate that. Get more at 971talk.com.